everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I'm your host. Welcome. So today, this episode really flows from several questions I've gotten from people the last several weeks. Uh, These are typically stressed people trying to work from home, but also uh, they might have some kids from home and there's just added pressure to get stuff done. So I call it time block or whenever get stuff done. So I'm going to share with you basically three methods and I've used all of these for myself. So we'll flesh these out a little bit. So we'll talk about what time blocking is. I'll give you the benefits and the limitations of that. We'll talk about this thing I call the whenever method. I don't know a better name for it. Uh, Again, I'll tell you what it is, give you the, the benefits and the limitations. And then we'll talk about the third method, which is really a combination of these. So we're, we're talking more about maybe some, some philosophy or principles of production today. I really want you to tune into which one of these, I don't know, makes your heart a little bit happier, lights you up a little. Uh, so I want you to play around with these in a playful and experiential, experimental way. Okay. Uh, It's really important for you to start listening to your own voice over other people. So one of the intents and purposes of this podcast is to share with you several different options so that you can begin trying them so you can begin hearing for yourself which one fits me better as opposed to looking for a book or (laughs) a podcast or, uh, you know, a mentor to tell you use this system. So Yes, I'm going to introduce you to the three different methods and I want you to go out and experiment and start listening to your own voice. Okay. Awesome. Enjoy. All right. So I've had several people reach out to me in the last probably week or so. Uh, asking a lot of questions about production. So getting stuff done, especially when you're under a heightened state of stress, uh, which who isn't at this point, right? But then um, a lot of my teacher friends are are experiencing this. How do you do virtual teaching for the first time? Uh, and then, you know, the holidays are upon us, right? So uh, a lot of my friends are, are just in a state of stress because of all of that. And so they, they're asking How do I get stuff done even amongst all of this? So I want to talk about two different, I guess you could say they're philosophies of how you get stuff done. And so for those of you who struggle to be productive, uh, you know, you might have too many items on your to-do list. You might feel busy, but you're not getting anywhere. Kind of that hamster in the wheel, right? I felt that way too. And honestly, many of my, my clients have felt that way. So I've come up, well, I haven't come up, but I've experienced both of these two philosophies and I want to help you understand them because I think if you really truly understand the philosophy behind them, and then you begin to practice them, you'll find what works for you. Because one thing I know is that even though there's two of them, you can find the one that works for you for right now. And you can have some shifts or changes in your life. And then you're like, yeah, that's not working for me anymore. So if you know that these are two options out there, and then the third is kind of combining the two, then you realize you won't kind of get stuck in this place of this is how you be productive. You'll see options. 
so that when life throws you that curveball, you'll be able to flex and, and pivot with it. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to, you know, talk about both of them. Um, they both work, honestly, uh, your goal here is to find the one that works for you. Uh, your goal is also to experiment with them in a playful attitude. Okay. So a, a lot of people are just so worked up that, that they're like, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to like be militant about it almost. When in reality, you need to say, well, wait a minute, let me just have fun with this. Let me play with it and see if it works. Right. So be open, willing, and curious to see if it works for you. Again, you know, how you use, uh, these production tools might change over time and allow for that. Okay. Now there's, uh, you know, a lot of production gurus out there, if you will. So, you know, all you got to do is, is, you know, Google production or getting stuff done or time management. That's a big one, right? Which is a fallacy in and of itself because you can't manage time. Time happens no matter what, right? It time marches on. Um, but how you manage you with your time, that's very different. So what I say that because you could go buy a book, you could go buy a course, you could go do all of those things. Absolutely. And they're going to teach you one way. I do think that there is huge power behind consistency. You know, one of the, the main qualities or characteristics I love about me and that I cultivate is consistency. Uh, and so, you know, being consistent with something is very important. However, what I'm going to share with you today, again, there's two kind of three philosophies here. Uh, and so when you do one consistently and you find this one doesn't work for me, now we have a lot of grace and permission try the second one. And if that one doesn't work for you, try the third option because most likely that one will. So I say that because there's a lot of gurus out there telling you one way and one way is okay until it's not. So really this is about here are all of your options, play around with them, find out what works for you, listen to your own voice. I want you to listen to your own voice more than you listen to somebody else's, even mine. Okay. I'm just here to introduce you to these things, how you use them totally on you. Okay. All right. So the first philosophy is called time blocking. And if you go Google that, you'll find a ton of information. Honestly, the easiest way to look at this is that you basically set aside time for specific activities. I love this one, especially when I'm really, really busy. The, when I use this one, the most is with checking emails. So, you know, when I was traveling, doing a lot of traveling and I, I might be doing six speaking engagements in one day, I don't have time to sit through and answer every single email. So I learned how to, okay, here's 15 minutes of time that I'm setting aside for my emails and I would set a timer and I would triage. So I would go through and get rid of right away all the things I knew I absolutely did not need to read. You know, you get all these junk emails, right? Just get those out of there. And then I would check the ones that I'm like pretty sure, okay, I need to check on this right now. Right. Um, but when the 15 minute timer went off, done, we're moving on. Okay. So that's like, that's a, a, a version of time blocking, uh, on other ways that I've time blocked for the most part, I, I typically on most days, I do not have any meetings scheduled if I can help it until afternoon. Because the time blocking that happens in the morning, number one, uh, I'm loving not having to set an alarm. Uh, but number two, I get my 
personal individual study time in. And then right after that, I'm thinking about my business. And then I time block for creative thinking. So this is really thinking about new products, new programs, things that I want to do in the future, um, developing new content. So when I have a time blocked off for that thing specifically, uh, that's the only thing I'm doing. Also, I'm in the stage of my, my um, dissertation process where I have a very, very, very large data set I am trying to organize so that I can actually analyze. I need to set time just for that. So I'm not answering emails. I'm not answering phone calls. I'm not answering texts. I'm not even talking to my children. I have a sign up on my door that says, do not enter. This is what I'm doing. So I'm blocking that time so I can stay in the zone. Okay. So when, when you need to limit distractions, that's when you need to start blocking off time. Sometimes, you know, this was pre COVID, but sometimes what I would do is I would go to a coffee shop that I knew did not have internet just so I would have limited distractions. Okay. Um, so the benefits, honestly, that staying in the zone thing is really, really helpful because sometimes you just, with all the distractions, it makes some work harder than others. I find that when I'm writing a proposal for some work that I'm going to do for somebody, if I can limit my distractions, I can typically get it done in 20, 30 minutes. But if I'm, you know, out in the living room and I'm trying to do it, it'll take me an hour and a half. Okay. So it actually allows you to have quicker results and move faster towards your goals. That's really good if you're on a deadline. <laughs> so, um, you know, there are times in my work where I will be on deadlines for content and I'm like, okay, I've got to block off this time for recording. Uh, you know, got to record all these classes because I've got to also block off time to, you know, do the downloading and uploading process that I need to do and giving myself a little bit of cushion so that if there's something happening to do with technology or because my children are, are home and my husband's working from home, there might be internet issues. So I can't wait till the end. I've got to block off the time very intentionally. Okay. Now there's some limitations to this philosophy. Uh, you have to be able to prioritize. So blocking off time works really well as long as you know what your priority is. Uh, so for example, emails are really important to me. I get a lot of emails and I tell, I tell you guys, email me, right? And some of the emails I'm intentional about not answering because some people, uh, email a lot and I've already told them this. So this isn't a surprise. And there are some emails I don't answer because I want you to sit with that for a little bit and then I'll check back with you. Uh, but other emails I want to answer right away. So I, Usually in the morning, I spend about 10 minutes looking at what emails came in from last night. And is there anything important that I need to do right now? Then I'll set another email time, usually right after lunch, another 10 or 15 minutes. And then maybe the very last thing I do in the day. I don't get email notifications on my phone, on my watch, on my computer. I don't, I just don't do it because I want to stay in the zone. So you have to be able to prioritize, at least in your own head and say, I don't have to answer every email. Uh, my, my husband, you know, God love him. He loves all of those notifications. He gets a million notifications on his phone and his watch all day long. But I see how it pulls him away from interactions with real life people sometimes. So what's your priority? Okay. And you have to be able to move on when your time is up, even if you're not done with something. 
So let's say you're working on a project and you're like, okay, I got to get this done. And you know, the timer goes off and you're supposed to go to the next thing. If that's going to freak you out, then maybe this time blocking isn't for you. Now it's different when you're on a deadline, you know, you might say, all right, I've got three hours to set aside towards this. And you realize I need one more hour. Well, now we need, now we can renegotiate and say, okay, where can I get that other hour from? You know, so I'm not saying like, that's it, you're done, but a deadline is something different. Um, also, if you struggle with motivation issues, which could be a podcast in and of itself, uh, you might have a struggle with the time blocking because you really do need to be motivated. Okay. Uh, and if you're a person that gets easily distracted, this might help you. However, sometimes people find that when they do time blocking, uh, it's hard at first because they start adding in their own distractions. And that's why I say, you know, limit things like, um, your, your access to internet, if you have to, or your email notifications. Okay. Um, you know, let's say for example, it, it's time to clean your closet, right? That's an, a pro production thing that's on your list. And you say, you know what? I haven't cleaned my closet in like 10 years. I'm going to give myself two hours and you set your timer, uh, at the end of two hours, whatever you have done, you need to move on. Now, some people are going to really struggle with that. Uh, some people are going to renegotiate, you know, okay, all right, I see this is where I'm at. I, I probably need to come back to this, right? Some people are going to say, this is where it's at right now. And tomorrow I can give it another hour. So know yourself on that one. Okay. All right. So the next, uh, method or philosophy, I, I just call it the whenever method. I, I don't know if there's a, a particular name for this. Um, but basically you're fitting things in throughout your schedule as you go. Okay. So you're not time blocking. You just have your to-do list and you're fitting it in as you go. Okay. So the intention, you know, is that you do have set goals. It's not willy nilly. Okay. Um, so, uh, they're usually bigger items. So I would say things like, okay, how am I going to focus on my health today? My wealth, my career, my family, my relationships, making money, right? So you've got your priorities, but they're very general priorities. And you want to look at your schedule and say, how can I fill it in as the day goes on? So for me, there are, are some days that are back to back to back to back with meetings. And I need to be careful about that. So I've gotten really good at, at putting more transition time into my schedule. Uh, actually, I'm looking at my calendar right now. I've gotten really good at several months ahead of time. I actually go and designate one day a week. That's a rest day. And I don't schedule anything on that day. Uh, I think that that's really, really important. That's like the ultimate in time blocking. And if you can do that, do it. Um, so, you know, I look at, let's say my health right? Let's say I've got a really busy day and maybe I don't have time to go for a walk. Um, so I know that there's certain times during the day that I can work on my fitness. So for example, you know, when, whenever I go get a cup of coffee, I might have two, sometimes three cups of coffee a day. When I'm waiting for the coffee to brew, we have a Keurig. So, you know, it takes, it takes a few minutes. Uh, I'll do some stretches or some yoga poses. Now it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal, but you can get two or three poses in during that time. And if you're doing that two or three times a day during a busy schedule, that's helpful. 
Uh, I've learned how to do, you know, some, some leg exercises while I'm on Zooms so that nobody knows that I'm doing them. Um, you know, there's different things like it, there's certain clients that I talk to on the phone and we actually both, because we're working on our health, um, you know, I usually talk to them once a week and we're, we're walking, you know, we're on the phone, but we're walking together, right? Or if I need to go to the post office, I will choose the parking spot that's the farthest away from the post office. So I'm getting in my exercise, but I'm not saying, shoot, I've got to, you know, block off two hours to, to drive to the gym, work out in the gym, come home and then take a shower. I'm looking at my schedule saying, where can I fit it in? So you're still having a goal of, of working on your health. It just might look a little bit different. Okay. Um, for example, let's say, you know, making money is kind of important uh, to me as a, as a business owner. You know, if you're not making money or you don't have a business, so it is kind of important. Um, so I will look at my day and, and I'll say, okay, you know, making money is important. And that might be one of the first things I do. So for example, you know, do I need to make sales calls? Do I need to put out, you know, some sort of announcement on social media about a new program that's coming? Do I need to invoice somebody or remind somebody about invoices? That's going to be first. So amongst all of my, my, um, you know, items for the day, I might say, okay, what can I do first? Now, maybe I have a meeting right away. So as my day goes on, I'm going to ask myself, okay, first of all, as I'm in this meeting, will this make me money? Okay. Now that's not my, my, my strict focus. Okay. But when I'm adding things onto my schedule throughout the day, so let's say I'm, I've got five minutes here, I'm, I'm going to look at email and I can tell by the subjects in the email, which one of those is going to make me money. I'm going to answer that email first. Okay. Now, my life is not all about making money, but if I know, Hey, FYI, you haven't been focusing on that, which sometimes I get so wrapped up in my work of serving other people. I forget I need to make money right now. Systems and processes are helping me with that. A lot of automated things are, are happening in my world. Now that I've got these online, um, you know, infrastructure. So that's been really helpful. So it's not quite as much as it used to be. Um, however, you know, when you have this focus of like, oh yeah, I, I need to make money today. Then as you go throughout your day, you'll have different thoughts about, oh yes, you know, this is the email I should answer first, or this is, you know, the sales call that I should do versus, you know, answering a ton of emails that don't make any sense. Right now there's benefits to this method. Uh, you know, you're spreading out the work, you're fitting it in. So it's not quite as overwhelming. Uh, as long as you're organized and you know what you need to do for the day, um, you can fit that in. And what's really great is that now, let's say you're waiting for a, a meeting to start and you've got two minutes. Well, guess what? If you know, I've got to send that one email and it's going to make me money. You send that email, boom, done. And that email is kind of out there working for you, making you money while you're, you're sitting here in this meeting. Okay. Now, if you get distracted, something happens. Uh, the other day I was, uh, I was writing content for a creation, uh, of a class, a new class that I was writing and I was kind of in the zone and I was doing my thing and I got a text from somebody that said, Hey, um, you know, do you, do you have a few minutes? And I was like, I got that sense of go with it. I didn't know what it, what it was going to end up 
to be, but I said, yeah, I've got a few minutes. Well, a few minutes actually turned into an hour and a half long conversation. And after having this conversation, and now I'll be honest with you, the first 10 minutes, I was kind of like, why am I on this phone call? Why am I not doing my work? Uh, long story short, it, it ended up working out in my favor and theirs as well. Um, I'm going to get to do some pretty cool work with their, their staff. Uh, we developed a, a year-long program for their leaders that I think is really going to impact their whole team. Um, you know, about 200 people on their team. I think it's really going to be a good thing for them. Um, and so if I had said no, you know, then I wouldn't have had that opportunity, right? So I, I listened to my own voice that said, yep, this is a good distraction, went with it. And it, you know, met my goals, it, it's like a win, win, win for everybody. And so I got a little distracted, but that's okay. Cause I could come right back. Okay. Um, you know, it, it's a gentler way of, of living, I think. So rather than having these harsh kind of, I have to go to the gym, you look at it and say, okay, what can I do today? Now, you know, you might find that it's easier in your schedule to block things off, like going to the gym. Uh, you might find it's easier to, to find 30 minutes of exercise throughout your day in five minute increments. I think there's value to both processes. Okay. Um, so the, the limitations of this whenever method, though, there are some that you need to be aware of. First of all, there's no zone. Okay. So there's no, um, you, there's more potentiality for distractions. So, you know, it's easier to miss out on doing something on your list if you're not intentional. So you need to be careful of that. Always keep your list ahead of you. Um, prioritize by number if, if that helps you. So for example, I usually, um, I actually, I'm looking at my list today. I've got it kind of in order of how I want to do it, but I, I fully recognize that, you know, with the realities of what we have going on today, I might have a couple things that jump in here that might be a little bit different. However, I have my top priorities. There's three things that absolutely must get done today. Okay. So I have a line under those three things and everything else is kind of optional. So let's say, uh, I do need to do some recordings. It's going to take me a couple hours. It has to get done today. That is, is in my schedule. So I'm going to get that done today. But let's say, you know, after I've got that done, um, I look and I'm like, oh, I've got, you know, a few minutes before my, my next meeting, what can I do? So then I'll look at my priorities and all my priorities are pretty much, they, they're going to take a little bit of time, but I've got emails. I've got to send out some certificates. You know, uh, I got to send a couple texts today. So with that, you know, if I've got a few minutes before my meeting, now I'm going to take that and go, okay, now let's go do that. Okay. So then I get a lot of check marks on my, my list, but I'm kind of doing a, um, a hybrid model of these two. Okay. But if you're going to do the whenever method all the time, you have to realize that there's no zone there. So just, you know, and it's easier to procrastinate. It's easier to say, oh, I'll just spend more time on what I'm doing right now and not do the, those other things. Okay. So I'm sure there's other benefits and limitations to both of these methods. Um, this is just what I found that, that works for me. Um, of course, having a combination, I think is really powerful too. Um, especially, you know, if I've got to stay in the zone for a project, definitely block that time out. 
Uh, I find a lot of people procrastinate with those, those kinds of things because they don't block it out. They try to have that be a whenever thing, when in reality, that's the thing you need. So a great example, small business owners and entrepreneurs, you've got to sit and, and think about your business every single day. Now, it does not have to be an hour or two hours. It needs to be, think, think about what can happen in your business if you spend 15 minutes every single day thinking about your business, not doing your business, not working in your business, thinking about your business. Where are you at right now? Where do you want to go? How are you getting there? Okay. That's really, really important time. Block that time off and fit everything else in whenever, if you have to. Okay. All right. So, uh, be gentle on yourself. Uh, experiment playfully with this. Use the underlying principles here rather than trying to make something perfect. Okay. Yes, there's systems and there's processes. That's why I said, you know, if you go talk to a, a production guru, they're going to give you their system. Not to say that their system doesn't work, but I realize now after my many years of experience, take somebody's system and try to find out what are the underlying principles behind that and how does that apply to you and create your own system, okay? Because you're really after the thing that's going to work for you, not am I following this system of this mentor, okay? I really hope that helps. Uh, you know, would you do me a favor and consider the people in your life, maybe a coworker, maybe a friend or a family member who's struggling to get stuff done? Maybe they're feeling the stress, the pressure, you know, especially the, the women out there. I'm just speaking because that's my experience. The women out there who are trying to kind of keep their families going, but maybe they're working from home as well. There's just a lot going on. Would you consider sending them this, this podcast episode? It might really be the thing that they need today. Okay. Thank you so much for showing up. I really appreciate it. Again, I never take it lightly when people choose to spend time with me and my work. So I hope this was a huge uh, value add for you today. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.